Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, July 20th. It's 2017, and we have a split slate today. Four early games, five late games. Riding solo today, going to break down all these games for you here today. As always, if you have not checked out our sponsor, make sure you check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get the 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks, And you get premium here for a few months for all the awesome best ball content going on here at Rotor Grinders. If you haven't checked out the new chat yet, you know that's one of the reasons just to check it out in itself. You get to go in there and you see the mirrored Slack chat from our Slack private chat here at Rotor Grinders, and you kind of get to see all these guys talking best ball. And um, I'm in there, been doing a bunch of drafts. Um, my strategy has definitely changed with the best ball, so make sure you guys are paying attention. These uh, best balls definitely some easy money and uh, pretty soft contests here as the season is right around the corner for NFL. Ready to talk some baseball. Um, you know, didn't play a lot yesterday, had a lot of stuff to do um, for NASCAR and then for PGA. And, you know, there's, you know, one of the things that I did was I loaded up on Garrett Cole. Hope you guys read the Fantasy Draft Premium article yesterday for pitching. Uh, just absolutely love that spot. We're going to talk about Tyon kind of in the same spot here tonight or today. He's on the day slate, so... Let's get started. We have St. Louis at New York taking on the Mets. Lance Lynn against Seth Lugo. Lance Lynn, a guy that's been struggling with lefties this year. 343 Woba, 31% hard contact. Um, he's been giving up a bunch of home runs, and the XFIP is higher than the ERA. You know, we have a home run per nine over two against lefties this season. Lance Lynn, always good against righties. He's been good against righties throughout his career. You're looking at the lefties here. You're looking at the left-handed bats against Lance Lynn. We'll talk about that. Don't really like Lynn unless the lefties sit, and I just don't see that happening here. Seth Lugo, we're still on a small sample size for this guy, but uh, the whip is concerning. Um, giving up a bunch of hits, not really getting a lot of strikeouts. Not really what you want here against the St. Louis team that, you know, their strikeout rate is not high against right-handed pitching anyway, so... I think I'll stay away from Lugo here. Kind of a pick em game, and I'm, I'm kind of with Vegas here. I, I like the offenses in this game. I don't really see a lot on the pitching side. Um, you know, as far as Lugo goes, um, I'm looking at Matt Carpenter in that leadoff spot. Um, I think he's definitely in play here. 
Pham has been running a lot more recently, so I kind of like his upside in this game um, to steal some bases. Fowler's starting to get healthy. Jed Jerko continues to be really good against right-handed pitching. Those are the four guys that I'm looking at. Dijong is, um, you know, hot, so I don't mind him as a value play there. I don't know if I would stack St. Louis in this spot, but I, I like some of these pieces to kind of plug in some of these guys Um for the Arizona, you know, to get off your Arizona or to get your one-offs for that Arizona stack or the Red Sox stack or the Blue Jays stack. We'll talk about those guys. Don't worry. Looking at the Mets, though, um, instantly the first thing that always stands out to me is Lance Lynn struggles against lefties. Um, you pull up the batted ball profile. Jay Bruce hits him very well. Hits his pitch type very well. Has good BVP against him. He's 15 for 36 with a double. Two triples, three home runs, and only seven strikeouts there um, in 36 at-bats. So I do like Jay Bruce a lot. He's criminally underpriced on FanDuel. I think he's one of the first guys you're going to want to plug into your FanDuel lineups here for today's slate. Um, outside of that, um, I, I don't mind looking at um, Estrubal Cabrera, Conforto. Um, Lucas Duda is a guy that I would stay away from. He's 0 for 18 against Lance Lynn. Does not profile well against him. So he's a guy that I'd stay away from here. But I'd like the lefties outside of him. Conforto, uh, Estrubal. I, I guess I don't even mind like um, a Jose Reyes, Curtis Granderson. If those guys cracked the lineup. But all the lefties fade the righties. Another team that I don't think I would stack, but I definitely will play pieces from the Mets and the Cardinals in my other stacks. We move on. Arizona at Cincinnati. Walker against Castillo. Um, 10 total here. We look at Walker first. Walker has a solid strikeout rate. Um, you know, the lefties this season has a 3-3-3 Woba against him with a 33% hard contact. The home run per nine for him as well, but you know you play in that ballpark. The you know the XFIP a little bit better than the ERA against lefties. We look at the numbers against righties for Walker, and you know much better, 284 WOBA, still a hard the high hard contact rates. Um, home run fly ball ratio is really down, and the 2.5 ERA has a 4.2 xFIP, which is right around you know what he should be at. He's around like a 4 xFIP guy, 4.5 xFIP guy, so better against righties, but you definitely can attack him with lefties here. Don't think he's a guy that I would play in this spot, you know, Cincinnati. Better than they presume to be, and they just don't strike out a bunch. Um, on the flip side here, Castillo. Not a large sample size here, but the lefties have definitely been getting to him. He's allowed, you know, a three home runs already in 16 innings to lefties, but the righties as well hitting him. He's given up home runs, and in this ballpark, you definitely don't want that. So I could potentially see a Peralta, Pollock, Lamb, Goldschmidt stack here. Um, it would be nice to get JD, but getting hit in the hand and leaving the game on Wednesday night, I don't think he'll be in the lineup here today. But I um, think you could definitely look at the top four. And then Herman, if he plays, always a catcher option here. Definitely a spot that I want to attack. I think Arizona is probably the top team on this early slate. Um, and then the Cincinnati side, like Walker throws hard and he gives up home runs. We talked about that. You want the lefties here, like your Votto. Um, 
<laughs> Scooter Jeanette, Shebler. You know, depending on... I don't think I would go Cozart here, but he is starting to warm up again. Um, so I, I could potentially see, you know, a little mini red stack here. But I'm really looking at the lefties. Those are the guys I wanted to talk with Walker here. Like I said, he's been much better against righties. He's only allowed two home runs against righties in 50 innings this season. The ground ball rate is there. The, the home run for fly ball ratio is going to come up. It's not going to stay at 4%. But um, not necessarily a spot that I just want to go out and attack him here with these right-handed bats. Jimmy Nelson against Jamison Tyon, 8.5 total here. Um, you know, we'll start with Jimmy Nelson. Definitely been pitching better this season. This is kind of what we expected from him last year. Not a lot of strikeout upside against Pittsburgh, but you look at it and, you know, you don't really want to play Lynn. You don't want to play Lugo. You don't want to play Walker. You don't want to play Castillo. Um, Luriano and Fister in the next game. That's your four games. Like, you're looking at Jimmy Nelson and you're looking at Jamison Tyon in this game. The best pitcher's ballpark that we have on the early slate, you know, is probably PNC. Mets is probably close, uh, number two here. But you look at it and, you know, for Jimmy Nelson, he's going to probably face a lot of righties in this lineup outside of Bell and Polanco. And he's been really solid against righties this season. He has a 3.4 xFIP, um, 1.22 whip, and 22% strikeout rate. He's limiting the hard contact. His hard to soft contact ratio against righties this season is 0.6%. So very, very solid against righties. Doesn't walk people, gets ground balls. This is exactly what you want from Jimmy Nelson here in the start against Pittsburgh. And then Jamison Ty on the other side here. He's going to face likely six to seven right-handed bats if Yar is back in the lineup here. So, you know, Vyar, Thames, and Shaw would be your only lefties. And we look at Jamison Tyon, he's been solid this season. He's getting hit by righties, but the ground ball rate and the XFIP suggest he's been getting unlucky. He has a 350 BABIP and only a 3.8 ERA against righties this season. The XFIP is 3.11. Um, the ground ball rate is, you know, 48.5%. There's going to be some positive regression coming here. And we look at the 27% strikeout rate against righties. We think of Milwaukee and we already think about the upside here for this spot for Tyon. So I like both of these pitchers. If I'm playing the early slate, it's realistically, I'm just going to play both pitchers from this game. Hopefully they don't get shelled and, you know, the bats that I want, I hope they do well. So that's how I'm going to kind of attack this game. I don't see myself using hitters from this game because I just don't see any other pitchers that I really want to play on this early slate. Um, you know, maybe Walker as a flyer, but um, it all depends on that lineup. If they give some of those lefties and the Reds, you know, the day off, maybe you play Walker as a flyer and you, you know, make a couple hedge stacks, but I just don't see a lot here outside of Nelson and Tyon. And then on this last game here, we got Toronto at Boston 10 total here, Francisco Lariano against Doug Fister. Um, we always know Lariano is a guy that can go out and pitch really well or just can go out and get shelled. Uh, we look at his numbers this season. 380 Woba against righties. Only a 13.9% soft contact against righties this season. He's been getting hit really hard. 
whip against uh, righties. That's just really, really high. Um, the walks are the problem. Everything's the problem. He's been good against lefties. You don't necessarily want to play lefties against him. He doesn't give up a lot of hard contact to lefties. He's only had one home run to lefties this season. So I think you stay away from the lefties if there are any lefties in this lineup for the Red Sox here today. And you just you you target the righties against him. Uh, you target your Mookie Betts. You target your Dustin Pedroyas, your Hanley Ramirez's. Uh, your Chris Young, Xander, all these right-handed bats here uh, for Boston definitely in play. Chris Young's been a nice little value play who's been batting fourth or fifth um, against left-handed pitching. So definitely definitely like the Red Sox here. And then Doug Fister just stinks. Um, you know, he's been really bad against lefties this season. He's been really bad against righties this season. There's nothing suggesting that he's going to be good. Um, I, I definitely think you can stack the Blue Jays here. Um, good ballpark. No reason not to look at the Blue Jays here. I don't see Doug Fister pitching well in this game. And that's really it for me as far as the early slate goes. Um, that's it. So let's move on to the five-game late slate here. We get started with Texas at Baltimore here. Cole Hamels against Wade Miley, 10 total in this game. Cole Hamels a slight favorite. Um, Cole Hamels is a little interesting. We like left-handed pitchers against Baltimore. Cole Hamels this season, 289 Woba against righties. But the concerning thing with me and Cole Hamels is only a 13% soft contact rate against righties this season. Almost a 39% hard contact. Almost everything coming off the bat against righties has been hard. The XFIP is 5.02 compared to the 3.47 ERA. I think there's regression coming with Hamels against righties. The numbers definitely suggest there's regression. He's not going to continue to have a 231 BABIP. Um, so that's the concerning part. The good part is Baltimore has just been really bad against left-handed pitching this season. Um Against, uh, you know, they're going to excel against bad lefties. Uh, they were in play yesterday against a bad lefty. Um, they ended up scoring 10 runs against Perez in that game. Or 10 runs just in, the, in that game. They had a massive inning in the 7th, which I don't think... I don't know if that came off for Perez or not. Let's see here. So Perez gave up four earned runs. So he started to get hit in that last inning. Um... Hamels is interesting on the slate. I don't think he's a guy you have to play, but I do think he's a guy that's in consideration for tournaments here. And then Wade Miley on the other side, uh, definitely a fade. Do not play Wade Miley here. Um, just been awful against righties this season. 385 Woba against righties. 1.64 home run per nine. Uh, the whip is 1.94. So not only is he giving up a bunch of hits to righties, he's walking righties, uh, loading the bases up for stacks, like... Uh, I definitely like the Texas bats in this game. Um, definitely a team you want to target here on this late slate. Probably the top overall team on this late slate, in my opinion, is the Texas Rangers. Um, you know, you can play Andrus, you can play Beltre, you can play Napoli, you can play Gomez, Lucroy, um, DeShields might be in that leadoff spot. There's just a lot of options here. Um, you know, the righties definitely in play. If choosing the lineup, he hits left-handed pitching well, so... Definitely want to stack up the Texas bats against Miley in this spot um, just because I'm just not seeing a lot on the slate slate that I love as far as hitters go. 
As far as Baltimore goes, um, I think I would approach them as a stack. I don't know if I'm going to play one-offs here. Mancini continues to be good against lefties. Like I, th- I really think if I'm playing Baltimore, it's going to be a stack, but um, I don't really see myself stacking them here. Um, just maybe a couple shares, but... Um, we move on. Detroit at Kansas City. Michael Fulmer against Danny Duffy. Nine total in this game. Um, Michael Fulmer probably going to be really popular here against Kansas City. Um, if you're playing cash games, I guess he's in play. In tournaments, though, I don't really like Fulmer that much. Um, I don't see a lot of upside against Kansas City. They're not really striking out a bunch. Fulmer is a ground ball pitcher that's not getting a lot of strikeouts. He's pitching well he's pitching very well um he's just not really racking up the strikeouts the strikeout rate under 20 percent this season so while i do think fulmer is a safer option i don't see the tournament upside here for michael fulmer um if you're playing the late slate if you're playing like a play draft or something can definitely consider him um you know in those safer formats because i don't see him technically gonna get shelled here i'm not gonna go out of my way to pick on him with bats Danny Duffy, I really am a huge fan of Danny Duffy um, on just about any slate, but I really don't like left-handed pitchers against Detroit. Um, You know, they did lose J.D. Martinez, which is a big bat out of that lineup, but we look at it, and definitely a team that still has plenty of righties to go around here. Kinsler, Castellanos, Justin Upton, Miguel Cabrera, Matuk, Victor Martinez, James McCann. Like, there's, there's seven really solid righties in this lineup, so... As much as I like Duffy, I don't think this is a spot that I could potentially use him. Um, I would not be shocked if he goes out and pitches a good game here. But it's just not a spot that I'm going to play him here. And looking at the BVP, Victor Martinez has hit him really well. Um, Justin Upton has hit him really well. Um, Castellanos has hit him well. So Matuk has hit him well. So, yeah, I think I'll stay away from Danny Duffy in this spot. Um... As far as the Tigers bats go, kind of the guys I just said, Upton, Matuk, um, Victor Martinez is a very low on tournament play, James McCann, Castellanos, Kinsler, um, all these guys in play. I don't know if I would go out and stack Detroit here, but I would play like one or two as many stacks to complement another stack. So um, it's just a spot that I don't really necessarily see a stack going off, but I could see them scoring enough um, and then potentially having a, a couple home runs here to really get you over the edge. As far as the Royals go, you know, I kind of said it. Fulmer, not a strikeout guy, but he's not a guy that typically gets shelled. Ground ball pitcher. Not a guy um, that I'm going to pick on here, even on this fall, small five-game slate. Atlanta at LA taking on the Dodgers. Michael Fultonevich against Brandon McCarthy. Eight total here. Um, Fulte continues to struggle with lefties. 375 Oba, 32% hard contact, 1.64 home run per nine. The XFIP is 5.3 compared to the 4.5 ERA. The whip is high. Tells you everything you need to know when facing a Dodgers team that is very left handed heavy and one of the best teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. So definitely don't like Fulton Evich here. Um, as far as McCarthy goes, 
you know, we look at the Braves, and when you get them outside of that ballpark, you know, they're definitely a team you can pick on. Um, you know, we look at the lefties in this lineup. That's the power, but McCarthy's been really good. 0.8% soft to hard contact ratio this season against lefties. He's only allowed one home run in 45 innings. So I definitely think he could limit the damage here. Don't see a ton of upside. He's kind of like a Fulmer 2.0. Um, ground ball guy, not going to get shelled and could potentially win this game. So I think McCarthy's in play just like um, just like uh, Fulmer, and um, McCarthy's going to be cheaper too, so that's always um, a good thing. Pulling up their pricing on DraftKings really quick to kind of get an idea. Fulmer's 10-2, and McCarthy's 6-6, so... Same type of play, a lot of discount there. Um, you know, looking at a guy like McCarthy, um, you could play him with the Bumgarner and um, like that a little bit more than having to spend up and use a guy like Fulmer with the same type of upside. As far as the Braves bats go, I don't see a lot here. Like I mentioned, McCarthy doesn't give up a bunch of home runs, um, limits the hard contact, so I think you look elsewhere. And then the Dodgers, I like the lefties here. Seager, Bellinger, Jock, Grindall, like all these guys. It's a hard throw in the righty, so I all instantly you know gravitate to a guy like Grindall in the spot. You know, I love Grandal when he faces hard throwing righties, and that's definitely what he's going to get here with Fultonevich. So I like Grandal a lot. And then Bellinger's just been fantastic. And, you know, we know Justin Turner continues to be reverse splits and hits right handed pitching well. You know, the problem with it is Fultonevich has a higher soft contact rate than he does with a hard contact rate against righties this season. So he would really have to get into one. For him to kind of hit his value here. We move on. Yankees at Mariners. Luis Severino against Felix Hernandez. Even in Kings Court. Even in Seattle. Severino is the favorite here. If you're looking at upside for tournaments. Um, you're definitely looking at Bumgarner and Severino. Um, Severino continues to have a really solid strikeout rate. Against righties and lefties this season. Um you know, it's hard not to like him in this spot. I know Seattle's a good offense, but this is a great ballpark. He's getting a massive ballpark shift here going from the Yankee Stadium to Safeco here. So Severino, definitely one of the top plays on this late slate as far as pitchers go. As far as Felix goes, you know, small sample size, but he's been giving up a bunch of home runs to righties this season. And, you know, couldn't think of two better righties as far as power bats go in baseball outside, you know, in Judge and Gary Sanchez. So I don't see myself using Felix here. I could potentially see him pitching well, but I just don't see him pitching well enough. Oh, and they got Top Frazier. God, I forget about that. So another right-handed power bat, and Frazier has good success against Felix. So I could see Frazier actually being a low-owned tournament play. Should be in the lineup today. It looks like the sites have moved him. Um, I actually like this spot for him. Uh, I think it's an interesting spot to kind of get him in his first game with the Yankees against Felix, who has struggled with right-handed power bats this season. So kind of like that. Um, outside of Judd, Sanchez, Frazier, if 
if Frazier hits like in that five hole and Holiday's in the four hole, you could play the four righties there um, against Felix. I, I don't hate that idea. Hoping for kind of getting two home runs there, but I, I could potentially see that happening here. As far as Seattle goes, I don't see anything that I'm really going to play here. Um, like I mentioned, Severino has been fantastic this season, and I just don't see a reason to pick on him here, even on a five-game slate. San Diego at San Francisco, Chasin against Bumgarner. Again, we just got really solid pitching on this late slate, and Bumgarner came back from the DL, um, threw 102 pitches against San Diego in his last start, uh, gave up two home, two home runs on three earned runs in that game at home. Um, same matchup here. You know, he gets the same team in this matchup against, and he's at home again against San Diego. Like, it's hard not to go back to the well, even though he just struggled in this start. I think he's definitely a guy you want to look at here. And, you know, under 12K on DraftKings is very fair. I think he's definitely a guy you want to look at um, in cash games. I think he has the tournament upside. I don't hate the idea of playing like a Severino over him in tournaments uh, to save some money and to maybe get a couple extra bats in your lineup, but you're not getting a massive discount. You know, it's only 800 bucks. So I do think Bumgarner is a solid play. And then Chassin, um, you know, we know Chassin struggles against lefties, 371 Woba, 35% hard contact against lefties this season but man he's good against righties so i definitely don't think you take a buster posey or nunez here 100 pence like I, you could look at potentially playing a span or a belt or a crawford but i definitely would stay away from the righties against Justine here um he's just he's really good against right handed bats as far as the san diego padres go um i know they got to Bumgarner a little bit in his last start i think the cobwebs are going to be shook off i think he's going to come out and pitch really well in this game and i just don't see myself using them really potentially going to get really chalky here with the texas bats maybe some detroit bats and um the dodgers bats on the slate slate and just really play these good pitchers all right um before i get out of here play some home run derby with myself because i can do that um definitely taking jay bruce um from the early slate i will take grindall from the late slate and let's do one more late slate guy i'm gonna say beltray kind of off the board a little bit in that texas stack not a lot of people like playing adrian beltray i'll take beltray as always, if you haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you check them out. If you guys enjoy the podcast Monday through Friday, check out playdraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get the deposit bonus. Also, the free rolls are still rolling here at Rotor Grinders. The, the thread is there still. Seventh year anniversary here. Free rolls all week long. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, the free roll this week is going to be or on Thursday. We'll be on Fantasy Draft, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Fantasy Draft, um, if you haven't signed up, make sure you sign up through our links, and you'll get a few months of premium here at Rotor Grinders and uh, get to see my pitching primer Monday or th Tuesday through Friday. So make sure you guys are checking that out. That's going to do it here for the Thursday edition of the Morning Grind. I hope everyone has a wonderful Thursday. Enjoy some golf, make some baseball lineups, and uh, we'll see you guys back here on Friday. 
Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge. Try our free DFS Analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6 30 19.